Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Get in the know, non-stop Vikings talk. It's Purple Daily on Score North and scorenorth.com. At one point, he was the Heisman frontrunner. And yes, he is coming off an ACL, but if he goes to the Vikings, you don't need him to come in and play right away. I think he can get acclimated. Kevin O'Connell, we know, is good with quarterbacks. We know the structure there should be good. There's good young receivers. I think he is in a. that would be an ideal spot for him. Um, and people I've talked to think Hendon Hooker wouldn't surprise him if he went above Will Levitt. I mean, they like him that much, and they're intrigued by him. Um, you know, yes, it's going to be a projection with his offense, what he did, but he has time. He's not going to be battling for the job right away. Bruce Feldman has a great radio voice. Yeah. That is, is that Bruce Feldman? Oh, my God. Yeah. That's soothing. Mm-hmm. So he's he's at the Athletic now. He's one of the most plugged-in college football reporters the last 10 or 15 years. And he did, when we went over this on Purple Daily, his mock draft from, I think it was earlier this week or maybe late last week, and he he talked to a bunch of people inside college football, scouts in the NFL, and he deduced, not based on his own opinion, but he deduced that there's some Hendon Hooker Vikings steam here. And uh, that was him explaining. Someone sent us a link yesterday on Twitter. The, uh, what's it called? The, uh, the 33rd team. Yeah. The platform yeah. that like Rick exactly. Spielman does. Yeah. Yeah, Mike Tannenbaum Zimmer. and Mike, Mike Martz is one of their content creators, the former Rams head coach and offensive coordinator back in the day. And there's a there's like a 10-minute video of him breaking down Hendon Hooker and how surprised he was at how flawless the mechanics were of Hendon Hooker. And how there's, you know, there's a few little accuracy things here and there, but that he's super accurate, very Kirk Cousins-like, and that he can put a football right on the hands of a crossing route receiver, right? And so it was Mike Martz essentially saying, hey, this offense is definitely tricked up, and it's a very well-schemed offense, but he was meticulous and flawless in his mechanics and execution and is a, a very interesting NFL prospect. So how much do you believe Mike Martz, I guess, is the, the question there? I'm still, I'm not buying this. I'm still not buying this. I'm just not. It just what do you mean me, this? You're not buying Hendon Hooker? I, I'm, not or? Buying, I'm not buying that Hooker is going to go in, in the first round. Or he might creep his way into the top four uh, quarterbacks in the draft. I'm just not. I've seen it before. Like, I, I need to – I can't dismiss the fact that there is – that the people who are concerned about Hooker have very good, legitimate concerns about it. And this just feels like, you know – April Fool's hits, and we just get all out of sorts with so much 
misleading steam, right? Like just all this like razzle dazzle. This guy's the guy now, and look at this. Like we've seen this before. I'm just very hesitant to get fo- uh, fooled. Hooker might be fine. I just don't think he goes first round. All right. Well, we'll we'll see. Yeah. We'll see all together on April 27th. We actually right. did a little little walkthrough yesterday at Park Tavern. We're super excited for the 2023 Surly Draft Party at Park Tavern in St. Louis Park. Purple Daily will be streaming live throughout the night starting at 7. The actual gathering starts at 6. We'd love to meet as many of you as possible. So uh, let us know. Hit us up on Twitter. Just let us know if you're planning on being there. Uh, a lot of people were traveling in last year from out of state. We have people traveling in from Texas and Florida, and uh, yeah. Evan Evan from Atlanta came flying in, <laughs> California. So we're super pumped, super pumped. And if you're saying to yourself now, because I put this plug out last year, and I got a lot of grief from both of you guys, but I tried to help out with hotel accommodations. So if you're saying to yourself now, I'm going to be coming in for the draft party, uh, St. Louis Park, where can I stay? Judd's house. Check out the West. Check out the West End. The West End, you can. It, it's a quick uh, Uber ride or Lyft ride. Uh, Phil, I think you you lived right by there for a year or so. I did. But, it was uh, great. It was, well, during the pandemic, a, kind of sucked. But well, it's a great. Not, it's a great area. Not there's a, a lot of yeah. there's a lot of lodging though. West End, St. Louis Park. If you're just you know saying to yourself, I'd like, to, I'd like to come in. Where where am I supposed to? Stay? Love the West End. Everything was closed yeah, during the pandemic. It wasn't his fault. The pandemic know. hit. I love how Judd thinks it's hard for people to find hotels on the internet. I'm just throwing it out there for our (laughs) listeners and our viewers. I try to help as much as possible. There's a Motel 6 right off 694. Plenty of openings for you guys. Yep. I uh I have I have Easter brunch in the West End on Sunday. I got Easter brunch at a a spot in the West End. Great little area. Pandemic it sucked. But yeah, no, it's great. It's a great area. I love it. (laughs) Yeah, you Uh, make it sound like the pandemic was the, the West End's fault. I've I blame the West, the West End, End had nothing fully. to do with the pandemic. I don't know. I heard it. I heard there was a, a virus Cobb. incubator inside the AMC theaters. <laughs> My cub had nothing to do with the pandemic. <laughs> uh, and a shout out to our friends at TCL, now an official partner of the NFL. No matter what you watch, TCL has award-winning TVs for any budget, any space, all with stunning picture quality. And TCL makes more than just TVs. They offer mobile products, audio devices, home appliances. TCL brings you joy and simplicity through innovative technology. Learn more at TCL.com. All right, we love to rank things on Purple Daily and Mackie mm-hmm. and Judd. Um, so we did this last summer, and I'm guessing we'll probably do it because I'd love to do a ranking at some point too. But Judd presents to you guys today with all the roster shifting, saying goodbye to some players. Yep, It's been almost a year since we did this. The top 10 current Minnesota Vikings. From 10 to 1. If I could please get... Like the horn or something, the, just, yeah, just your high maintenance some sound, sure. sound effects. Bill, you got Thank that. you very much. Do you want the horn between, but just yeah, between everyone? Yeah, okay. that'd be awesome. Thank you very much. All right, the top ten current <laughs> Vikings. I'm going to start with uh, the first guy off the list. So that so this guy was on the borderline of ten. I considered it, uh, but yet I didn't get him on there yet. Um, he is expected, I think, to play a pretty. Big role for the 2023 Vikings. Honorable mention, Marcus Davenport. Just signed a wow. free agent from the Saints. Half wow, a sack last dude. year. Half a, half, half, half a sack, half a sack last year. But you know what? You go back before that. Again, the Vikings are counting on him maintaining his health. If he does, I think he plays a key role. 
I think there are more ch- uh, changes to come. Right now, I'm not going to reflect those, so I'm going with who is on the roster. But that is honorable mention, which leads us to number 10 on the list. I just find it interesting that half a sack Davenport is knocking on the door of top. I prefer my edge rushers with a full sack. Yeah, you know what? You know what? You're you can be as smart ass as you want to be, but I'm bringing you I'm bringing you the meat potatoes of the expectations of this team and where things stand as we discuss this on April whatever the hell the date is today. Uh the 6th. All right, number 10. Number 10. Number 10 is a guy who has fallen, I think, from uh, both the list that Phil presented to you in the fall. And if I'm not mistaken, I did one as well, but I don't recall exactly. So just scrap that. Number 10 is Dalvin Cook. Dalvin Cook, who Mm. has definitely fallen off, still played a key role. And if he comes back, I'm guessing is going to be used a lot. I mean, I don't know at this point in time, but I can't, in good conscience, I can't completely scrub him yet until he's gone. Yeah. from the top 10. So Dalvin Cook has fallen for sure, but he is still number 10 on the list. So we're going to have to do this again once they trade Dalvin Cook oh. for a six-round pick. And... and I've thought about this. So I, I actually came up after I'm done with this list with a very quick one replacing some guys. Oh, so you have a second list. So I've got a second list, gonna... but it's not it's it's not long because I don't expect a ton of guys from this list to be gone. But uh, yes, I have come up with a second list, and let's just say half a sack. Davenport might get on that list. Maybe that should be another episode. Maybe that should be like a second episode, the guys that aren't, aren't those. It's it's very quick. It's too quick. I tried. Okay. I thought about that. I'm going to time quick. you. Okay, num- <laughs> num- you put me on the clock. You're late to put me on the clock. Number nine. We're, we're good We're good to explore the space with this list. It's more the yeah, next list. No, the next we, one's going to be very quick. We worry it's going to run into random Viking of the Week time. No, it's just, not. Okay. It's not. It's not. Number nine. On this list is Zadarius Smith. Wow. Zadarius Smith, who I do expect mm-hmm. to be. I think he's probably gone as well. Um, and certainly, once he hurt his knee in November against Buffalo, I, I think he had himself, what, one sack the rest of the season. But he had been incredibly effective up until that point. In fact, I thought that he might push for a comeback player of the year. He was playing so well. So he did get hurt. I don't expect him back, but as of right now, number nine, Zadarius Smith. Interesting, and I, I don't, I don't, I guess I haven't like done my own list yet, but I don't disagree with you on these. And it is interesting that two of their top ten current players might not be here in like three months. You know, Correct. Just, it's just kind of interesting. Okay, interesting little theme Judd's got going here. I wonder who number the next guy on this list is here. The next guy on the list was a guy we thought might be on the chopping block, but. He was not, and I think all three of us agreed that was a good decision. Harrison Smith hmm. is number eight. Harrison Smith is eight. And yes, uh, towards the bottom of this list is more defense, because I actually, as I parsed through this, could not find, uh, and I guess it's not a shock with the team having as bad a year defensively as they did. I couldn't find a lot of guys who were pushing to be in the upper echelon. They're still good players, but like... Zadarius, Harrison, they're good players. Uh, I don't think that they're top five. So Harrison's eight. I'm really excited to watch him, if, you know, depending on how much he has left. And I think he has another year or two left of at least relatively high-level play. His his game has never really been about speed. Like some of those physical to, uh, tools can erode a little bit. Right. And he can still be effective. And this system, I mean, 
the Dolphins by 10 miles two years ago in Flores's last year had the most safety blitzes in the NFL. So, I mean, Harrison Smith is going to be lurking around the line of scrimmage doing Harrison Smith things. So it wouldn't shock me if in a year from now we're doing this list and he's still with the Vikings maybe, hmm? that he might be even higher because the system I would like benefit that. him. So, okay. Uh, certainly a possibility. Okay, number seven is the first, I think, intriguing one. Um, and actually, if this guy, if we do this list halfway through the 2023 season, in my opinion, this will hopefully be too low. But as of right now, I think it's fair. Newcomer, cornerback, maybe inside, may, maybe outside, maybe both. Byron Murphy Jr. He's seven. I think he needs to move up. Like w- once we see him play, I, I'm hoping that he gets more to like four or five. But as of now, sight unseen as a Viking, number seven. And it, with him, it's it's kind of similar in, in a different way because he's 10 years younger than Harrison Smith. But can the system elevate him more than – because he was in Arizona for four years, right? And that, and now he's over uh-huh. here. And got that organization – did you see the story that came out yesterday that now there's a lawsuit with, like, one Bidwells. of their former executives yeah. against the Bidwells? And they had a burner just a phone. a train wreck, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the burner phone, and we're communicating with the GM who was suspended at the time. Yeah, and I think in treatment, Steve Keim. I think he was yeah. in treatment as well. But besides that, it was all fine. So the and, and the players did that NFLPA survey and basically said across all areas of the organization, total train wreck. So yeah. Byron Murphy getting out of that and into one of yeah. the best organizations with a great defensive coordinator, et cetera. We'll see what happens. Number six on the list. We get to the offensive side of the ball, not surprisingly. TJ Hawkinson. Ooh, outside the top five. He's outside the top five, and you'll find out why. And you might disagree, but you might not. But TJ Hawkinson, who who was, of course, acquired uh, from Detroit at the trade deadline last year, in what has proven to be just a fantastic trade, I think, uh, is number six on the list. Yep, and I think... He has a good chance to move up into the top five. Great, because I'm thinking of a, a couple. There's a couple guys here. Well, one in particular that might not. Two in particular that might not be here in a year. Two in particular. I like where you're going. That might not be here in three like, or four months, depending. I like on where, the I like where you're going. You got me. You get me. Oh. Sorry, I've been forgetting to hit the Vikings horn between. I know I was going to say here. something, but then Sorry. Declan complains about the fact that I am high maintenance, and then we all just start to quarrel and we don't need quarrels right now number five on the list one of the guys that phil Mackey just referred to and he's right he might be gone heck he might be gone by the draft who knows during the draft daniel hunter yeah um he is a top five cornerstone guy now i understand that, that there probably are reasons to potentially trade him contractual age timing of things um but that being said, as long as he is here and is an effective player, and he was in 2022, I know he didn't always you know, show up on the stat sheet as much, but he still had a very good, solid year. And I, I think PFF uh, basically said he had a great year. Daniil Hunter remains a force. He's number five on the list. Yep. Such an interesting case. We've kind of, we, we've, we've done a few deep dives into him. Um, it's this is one of those classic examples, and the Vikings have had a, a bunch of these in the last few years. Of you're trying to weigh how good he is now versus how quickly the age cliff could come sneaking up on you. Also, with a third component of could you 
trade him and sell high for some draft capital that you desperately need over the next couple of years? Right. Is he more valuable to your team the next two years as a 29, 30-year-old edge rusher? Or is he more valuable as a future second and third round pick that you could get in a trade and the cap space that you would gain by saying goodbye? So what you're saying is if I was to be a, a, a trader on Wall Street and I had a stock that was really, really high right now, but you know Correct. what? But you know what? Insider information is coming to me telling me you might want to trade that stock. Isn't that, that the beauty of when you go from trading stocks on Wall Street to trading stocks in the NFL? Insider information is not only not illegal, it's encouraged right. that you gather insider right. information. Insider and, trading. And plus, I love seeing players as stocks. Because you're, a, I do. Because oh, you're a sports fan sociopath. Yeah. Yes, yes, I love seeing players. Players are stocks. <laughs> like I can't worry about you and your family. They shouldn't okay? have families. You're they professional. Shouldn't have, no, they, they can. shouldn't have kids. They well, shouldn't they have shouldn't, lives. I they prefer sh- they don't have kids. Certainly the shouldn't play internationally. I certainly. Well, God no. Thank God football does none of that. No, thank God. Okay, number four on my list: Brian O'Neill, right tackle. Hmm. The tackles on this team are cornerstone guys. There's no question about it. They are cornerstone guys. Um, and both will show up in this top five. Brian O'Neill at number four. Okay, can I... No one is doing this, and I don't... I'm not going to harp on it, but I feel like we're glossing a little bit over his injury. Yes. Oh, sure. It's a partially torn Achilles tendon. Uh-huh. The last time a Vikings offensive tackle, right tackle... Phil had Lodeholt. an Achilles injury, was Phil Lodeholt, and it ended his career. Yep. Yep. I think around the same, maybe Phil, Phil hey, might have been a couple years older. You're right. Asterix. Are we, right by him. or just kind of assuming like, oh, he's Brian O'Neill. He's one of the best. He's going to come bouncing back. Should we be a little bit more panicked about the nature of his injury, I guess? I need to see how, how it unfolds. Um, O'Neill plays right tackle, but if you recall, Lodeholt was a massive man. Like, he was a massive guy. O'Neal's not as big, and so I don't know if that creates less uh, potential wear and tear in coming back, but I think it definitely should be earmarked as a concern. I think you're right. That being said, I can't ding him yet until we actually know more. I mean, can he start training camp? Okay, no. Can he start the season? No. Well, then it, then it changes the, this list. But I think for the purposes of doing this list in April, um. I think what you're saying is absolutely correct. I don't think I can ding him, though, and, like, drop him a lot. Yes. So so for the record, uh, to your point about Lodeholt, he is one of the biggest human beings I have personally ever met and stood yeah. next to. Yes. His listed playing size was uh, six foot eight, 343 pounds. And that Brian was O'Neill pro- is six foot seven, but three, a lean 310, 315 pounds listed. And what would you say Phil really weighed? Probably, I would say more than three forty three. Three sixty ish. He was, he was a haul. He yeah. was twenty eight years old when he tore his Achilles. Tried wow. to come back for his age twenty nine season, and he never played again. O'Neill twenty seven when he partially tore his Achilles. So he's, he's, you could say there's like a year or two years difference. Yep. In age and a size difference, so maybe all those things added up helping. But I would just be a little no, a little nervous. A little. Nervous. I hear you. Okay. I hear you. All right, so Brian O'Neill is four. Number three, Crusaders, cover your ears. Cover your ears just for this. Okay, thank you. 
Kirk Cousins. Wow. Kirk Cousins is number three. Kirk Cousins is three. All right, Crusaders, come back now. It's fine. Things are fine. <laughs> oh, Nothing Declan, to see Declan's here. a Crusader now, yep. apparently. He's a Crusader. Got the mustache, and now I'm just a mustache. Guy, guy gets a mustache. Has Kirk yeah. ever done the mustache or just the beard? He's done the beard. We should we should do, if he's still a Viking, we should push for Kirk to do some sort of Movember situation. Kirk member, Movember. Ooh. Raise some money for a good cause. Ooh, that's a great Let's idea. Let's get a stash on Kirk. That's Gosh. a great idea. Kirk Cousins is three, though, which I think is fair. Um, he is, uh, he is 1,000% on this team a top five guy. Is he a top two guy? In my opinion, no. In my opinion, he's not. In my opinion, the two guys that I'm going to bring you after this are are far more secure as far as being uh, among the best at their position in this league. And I think that's the key here, right? Like, like, can you push the envelope uh, if you're certainly good, going to be atop this list, but if you're going to be a top two player, can you push that envelope of being a top player at your position in this league? And Cousins can't. He cannot. Yeah. So here, here's another question. and we, We've kind of tiptoed around this a little bit. I think we've all been despite the perception of this show, we've all been super complimentary of fourth quarter Kirk Cousins, Kirk O'Chains, fully acknowledging the eight fourth quarter comebacks, the way he played in high leverage situations, all the stats bear it out. That's a huge reason why the Vikings, who are probably supposed to be like a nine-win team, won 13 games, the way that he played in those big moments late in games. If you take the totality of his performance, and again, I would... If given a choice, I'd rather a guy elevate in those big moments, be kind of average. If I had to pick, do you want a guy to be really good and then fart noise at the end of games, or do you want a guy to be kind of like average and then rise up late in games? Give me the guy that rises up late in games. However, he had since since he became a starter in 2015, yep. career low in QBR, yep. career low in passer rating, career low in yards per attempt, and also second worst completion percentage of his career. Still not. I mean, he still was like 65.9, so he wasn't bad. Right. But how do you weigh those things? If you're if you're the Vikings, if you're just us, if you're fans? Personally, I weigh those things as, look, for a long time, we basically joked about, here come Kirk's stats, the Vikings are trailing, here come his stats, he's going to get the back of the football card stats up now, right? Um, and as we talked about during the season, my feeling is this. Did you lead your team to wins? And the answer in the regular season was unequivocally yes. Uh, the actual stats to me, because that's, in my opinion, that was the problem with Kirk. Essentially, going into 2022, a career 500 quarterback who put up great stats. So yeah. who cares? So I don't hold the stats against him. I do hold against him the fact that this team in the first round at home lost the game. And yes, he played great at times, but when it mattered most, he couldn't even make the most fundamental of decisions that I need. But you know what? Again, I still think that he is within that, you know, top 10-ish range, 11 or 12. Um, I don't think he's anywhere near the top of the quarterback list. That being said, I'm not going to discredit him and I am going to credit him for being on a a winning team because for a long time we moaned and complained and we were right about the fact that his stats you know might have been great but they either didn't make the playoffs or they were essentially a eight and nine nine and eight type of team. yep it's very interesting we can keep fleshing it out all right we're into the top two here yep top two 
Number two, guy I saw at the Wild game on Monday night, big hockey fan, I guess. Yeah. Left tackle for your Minnesota Vikings, Christian Derrissaw. Oh, interesting. Okay. I think he is moving up the list to be one of, and this is impressive, and this, and this makes it a really damn good draft pick. Hopefully it's for a long time, uh, but I really think that he is going up the list of left tackles at at a position where with a right-handed quarterback, there's a huge premium. Um, Christian Derrissaw, I mean, how many games did we not even think about left tackle last year? Yeah, Christian Derrissaw was fantastic. Christian Derrissaw playing one of the most important positions outside of quarterback on your team is number two on my list. So according to Pro Football Focus, among offensive tackles who played at least 20% of the team's snaps last year, here are the overall rankings in terms of just great across the board. Number one, Trent Williams. Is he a Hall of Famer? Trent Williams? Yeah. I think, yeah. yeah. I yes. Think so. Hall of Famer. Number two, Christian Derrissaw. Okay. See. On the I mean, if you want to go uh, run blocking, number one, Trent Williams. Number two, Caleb McGarry with the Falcons. Number three, Christian Derrissaw. And then uh, in terms of just pressures allowed, fewest pressures allowed among these guys, and I'll go guys who who played a thousand snaps. Um, well, he played eight hundred, so we'll go guys who played eight hundred, and he's right in the mix, man. He only gave up twenty three pressures all season. Yes. Twenty three pressures all season yes. in what fifteen games? I think he played. So like a pressure, a pressure and a half per game. Huge. He allowed, and he's and he's young. He's still he still probably has two or three years to get even better. I think tackle is a position where. You know, I, you know, physically, you're going to be what you are for maybe five or six years, but it probably takes a couple of years to figure out what the best edge rushers are trying to do to you, working with your your guard, everything. So, and he He's is going to get paid. I think it's next uh, spring. He is yes. going to. He is going. He, I don't know. He's going to uh, break the bank like. The next guy on my list is going to, but he's going to get paid. A also, lot. only three penalties for Christian Derrissaw last mm-hmm. year. Yeah, he's not very handsy. That's what I'm saying. Just... You don't really see him though because he's because he doesn't get flags. He basically does a fantastic job, and the best part is you don't really notice it. So yes, yes. that's number two on my list. Number one is boring. It's obvious because he's so damn good, Justin Jefferson. All right, and there's not much to say about that. Nope, he's hey, the, the man. Best, best wide receiver in the NFL. Hey, the man. You know, yes, are we a little hypocritical and that we complain about Kirk Cousins' money but not Justin Jefferson's future money? Maybe, but better to pay the best guy at well, his position than the 10th yeah. to 12th best guy top money at his position. If so. Kirk was a top three quarterback, I don't think we'd complain, you guys. No, if this was a if this was Bengals Daily, or uh, what would it yeah. be, I guess? What, yeah. what, uh, Orange what Daily, or I don't know. Orange and like orange stripes daily. Stripes, or I was gonna say stripes, stripes something like the stripes. Yeah. I got a business Would idea. we be sitting here gnashing our teeth over a potential Joe Burrow contract? Because he's in that category of guys that you just pay and no. figure out. Just pay him. Yeah, he's good enough to lead a franchise to overcome. As we saw, a, right. probably a worse offensive line a year ago than the Vikings had, and took his team to a Super Bowl. So correct. All right, so there it is. Judd's top ten current Vikings. Dalvin Cook from 10 down to 1. Dalvin Cook, Zadarius, Harrison Smith, Byron Murphy, TJ Hawkinson are 10 through 6. Daniil Hunter, Brian O'Neill, Kirk Cousins, Christian Derrissaw, and Justin Jefferson. So just to quickly go through through this, um, 
a list if Zadarius Smith and Dalvin Cook are gone. So I'm not going to assume Hunter's gone yet. Like, they're not going to lose both guys, right? And I'm guessing that, that their preference would be to keep Hunter and to trade Smith. What's interesting about this is nothing changes one through eight, nine and 10 change. And the intriguing thing is this shows you sort of the lack of, in, of, of depth of like quality right now. Mm. Number 10, not, not a bad guy, but I wouldn't cons- consider him to be a, a mainstay in my top 10, Harrison Phillips. And number nine, Marcus Davenport. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I mean, so you look, there's more here. There's more to come here. Like you, that you're going to need like me. Lewis scene to be in that mix. Exactly. You're, you're going to need, uh, you know, exactly. Andrew Booth Jr. or someone to, to be in that mix at some point. So uh, I have a, another interesting mock for you guys and a random Viking of the week from Declan here. But a shout out to our friends at Federated Mutual Insurance Company. They've been so helpful for us as we build this business, Score North and Purple Daily, the last few years. And uh, they've been around since 1904, providing a guiding hand for business owners, not only in Minnesota, but all across the country. Federated is all about risk management, tools and resources that can help you maximize the success of your business. Find out what they can do for you at federatedinsurance.com, where it's our business to protect yours. And uh, I don't know, Declan, did you use a Manscaped uh, blade to create this perfectly manicured mustache? Yeah, you you don't get this mustache just by habit. You know, you don't glue the facial hair like Mackie kind of rudely suggested on the top of my lip yesterday. You get this by a Manscaped blade, okay? But, you know, it is also Easter weekend. And, you know, whether you're hiding your eggs, you got to make sure that, you know, your eggs aren't behind tall grass themselves. So you need to make sure your downstairs (laughs) is even getting mowed, okay? It's very... Very important. Inside this ball care bunny basket, if you will, there is a lawnmower 4.0, a weed whacker 2.0 for the ears and nose. Don't don't sleep on the ears and nose trimming. Very important to trim up that as well. You can get yeah. plenty of these products, whether it's for the mustache, downstairs, ears, nose, head, shoulders, knees, and toes, at manscaped.com. 20% off with promo code PURPLE. That's promo code PURPLE, 20% off, free shipping for any product at manscaped.com when you use the promo code purple go to manscaped.com and check out with that promo code purple and get yourself a nice new blade you know whenever i get done trimming the greens uh this Ah. actually as soon as i'm done this is the noise that oh there it is i'm done it's great nice so fresh and so clean clean this is tom bernard can't get enough of sports talk with phil Mackey and judd zolgad tune in to the new tom bernard show podcast monday through friday as phil and judd join me to discuss the latest sports headlines and whatever else comes to mind. Just download the Tom Bernard Show app wherever you get your podcasts or visit TomBernardShow.com. It's another way to get more from me and Judd talking sports and having fun with Tom, and it's all at your fingertips. Download the Tom Bernard Show app now and join the conversation. You're listening to a Score North podcast right now, and if you're a business owner, so are your customers. In fact, I could be talking about your business right now, telling the tens of thousands of loyal fans about you and sending them to your business. Find out how you can partner with your favorite Score North podcast. Visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Fill out the form, and we'll get in touch with you quickly. Once Phil, Judd, Declan, or others start talking about your company, you'll be amazed at how many fans start showing up. So visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. All right, boys, it is time for yet another mock draft. I want a mock. Mock. Sorry, Bob. 
Sorry, Bob. Sorry, Bob. That sounder. There's like 5% of you who hate that sounder. 95% of you, thank you for supporting the I Want to Mock lifestyle. So I'm going to share this. We actually had our guy, uh, our guy Cooper, notable Timberwolves YouTuber, right. asked me yesterday. He's like, why don't you just like put the mocks on the screen for the YouTube audience? Like, yeah, that's a pretty good idea. So this is from the football guys, footballguys.com. Football. Is this new or have we, <laughs> or have we just not found it before? I've never seen this before. Okay. Footballguys.com here. I mean, it looks like a pretty elaborate website. Yeah, it looks you nice. Know? I don't know. Well they've, got, they've got uh, an email, a forum. They've got a shop here, too. Actually, that's, let's go to the shop here real quick. Give them a little What's plug. What's on Football Guy? Look at this. Look like a, a champion. Look like a we, champion. We should actually buy some of this. Are those shoes I can get from the Football Guys? I think you can. Look at this. Pretty interesting. So Why congratulations for your, your free plug. Talk to Ross. Ross is in charge of merch going forward here. So we, we could probably get some uh, some Purple Daily sneaks for Judd. Yeah, Let's see what the time. football guys have the Vikings doing here. We've done uh, 45 mock draft roundups, a lot of quarterback and wide receiver steam lately among some of the more prominent mockers. The football guys have C.J. Stroud going to the Panthers, Bryce Young going to the Texans, Anthony Richardson going to the Colts mm. to trade up with the Cardinals here. So three quarterbacks in the first three picks. All right, Cardinals take Tyree Wilson. A couple of edge rushers here. Seahawks take Will Anderson Jr. Oh, 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 football oh, guys. Oh, Who's God. on the clock oh, at the, six oh, here? Oh, the football. oh, my oh, God. God. It's oh, the football, football. The football guys. The little, those sneaky guys. <laughs> Crazy rascals. The football guys. Have the Minnesota Vikings trading up and on the clock with the number six pick. Another trade with Detroit. Apparently the Vikings and the Lions just throw haymaker trades back and forth. (laughs) This is incredible. (laughs) And the Vikings select Will Levis, quarterback from the University of Kentucky. I want a mock. Mercy. So here for the for the yeah. YouTube audience, you can see the trade here. For the audio audience, I'll just read this here. The Vikings quietly met with Anthony Richardson and Will, not that quietly. Well, everyone yeah, knows they say, met with Anthony Richardson. Football guys, just say they met. You don't have to say quietly like you just found out. They had Will Levis hold a football don't, and he told everyone say, about it. Don't say anything about it. Though. <laughs> hey, uh, hey, Josh. Hey, uh, tell the media this. Yeah, Rick. Rick, we can hear you. And by the way. Watch the Masters. <laughs> Tiger Woods uh, plus two through five holes here. Go! For Tiger keeps bogeying everything. He's by the way, he's already sweated through his his shirt five holes into it's the first round. It's hard getting old. Yeah, you try it. Barely yeah. walk. Yeah, that's the thing. Anyhow, uh, Kirk Cousins' contract and age indicate it could be time to get aggressive here. Levis doesn't have first round film, but he has the athleticism and tools that NFL teams covet in their quarterbacks. KOC coordinated a Super Bowl-winning offense for Matthew Stafford. He'd hope to mold Levis into a similarly successful quarterback in this scenario. Here's the trade details from the football guys. So the Vikings and the Lions would swap the 6 and the 23. The Vikings would also send the 119 and a 2024 first and second-round pick to the Lions, who would then kick back in addition to the number 6, the 81st overall pick this year. So you'd have... Will Levis, the 81, the 87, no 119, and then your other picks, 
but you'd be giving up a future first and second round pick oh, to make boy. this happen. Oh boy. I love the football guys. I didn't see this coming. The football guys. Let's get it. Football. Amazing. All right, I'll pop this off the screen here. Looks like we're going to have to keep tabs on uh, on that mock draft website going forward. So, thoughts? Well, it's so hard because if it's just me, like I don't personally have enough confidence in Will Levis based on everything I've read and seen to move up that far. But on the other hand, if Kevin O'Connell got in a room with Will Levis and said, yep, from a leadership perspective, football, football IQ, he had no weapons last year at Kentucky. Um, we can mold this guy. If if I would just sort of trust Kevin O'Connell. Mm-hmm. And also, the Vikings are competitive almost every year. So um, unless, you, unless you're just waiting for someone to fall into your lap at pick 23 every year, or unless you want to get lucky with a second or third round pick, which almost never pan out. I know Jalen Hurts did, but we've gone over the list. Like, it is a crapshoot. In the first round, once you get outside of the first round, it's even more crapshoot. At some point, this is the type of shot you're going to have to take if you if you really want one of the top quarterbacks in a draft because the Vikings if, don't draft sixth; they just don't. If you do this, do you have to trade Kirk? Well, that's the thing. It'd be nice to get some draft capital back, right? Well, and I, and I, I would trade Kirk if you draft a guy at six. I don't know that that uh, well. You'll just sit for a year and redshirt, son idea is there hooker is hurt right so like if you took him at 23 you would have zero problem saying kirk suck it up go play you're fine and then behind behind the scenes o'connell and his staff work with uh, hooker yeah yeah but if you make this trade i think you got to trade kirk you and and it's to me it's less about like kirk's feelings and more about just capital and strategy so i'm going to give up a future first and a future second and whatever a fourth I get I get the second back or the third back, but I'm going to give up all this draft capital, and I'm and I'm not going to take the ad. And Kirk's going to be pissed, and I'm not going to capitalize on the opportunity for like the 49ers to at least get me a couple third round picks of capital back. You'd almost have to trade him at that point. I agree. It'd be malpractice to not trade him. Yes. Wow, football guys. But then, do you start the season with Will Levis as your starting quarterback, or is Nick, does Nick Mullins start? No, for four Will weeks Levis or would start for you. I think. I think. Man, man, like at that's... six, if, if you take a guy in the top 10 in 2023, I don't think unless he's hurt, there's the luxury of saying he'll sit. Yeah, I think you're probably right. So. And that contract starts then, too. That's the thing, too, is the contract starts. He's the, the sixth pick. Do you really want to forfeit a year of the sixth overall picks contract? Yeah. Maybe no, these are, all, these are all good questions. Hopefully the football guys considered these things when they were doing bold things like this. It's time now for the random Viking of the week on Purple Daily here. It's usually Judd just destroying either me or Declan in a battle a good of historical week wits. Week. I had a good week last week. Judd guessed Anthony Carter after like the third clue. Uh, the, the most recent random Vikings are Anthony Carter, Laquan Treadwell, Ontario Smith, Dwayne Rudd, and Christian Ponder. It's uh, Declan's turn to throw out the clues this week. So me versus Judd. Declan's going to throw out a series of clues. We can throw out guesses whenever we want to. We get up to three incorrect guesses. We can ask Declan questions. He can refuse to answer if he wants to. All right, I, I told Phil off Mike Judd. I'm actually very excited for this random bike of the week. I, I, you know, I always like do my prep. I thought you always were. I always am. I'm always am, but I'm especially more excited for this one. I don't know why. Oh, wow. I was doing my okay. prep, and then I actually yeah. had another player in mind, and then I thought of this guy. I was like, oh, we should do this guy. So we're going to do this guy. 
on random Viking of the Week. Are we ready? Can I get? Can I guess before any clues are thrown out? I guess, yeah. Of course you can. It, now, it, it's going to cost you your guess if you're wrong. Or should I wait for one clue? I don't care. Do I kind of want to guess before there's any clues. Just to, if, I mean, Declan just, if I'm right, it could be right a now, historical you're right, moment. You're going to completely ruin his day. If I'm right, will it ruin your day? It won't ruin my day, but I'll... I'll put a damper I'll, on Do you think I'm right before I'm guessing? I don't know. You might be. That's why I'm worried. You can do it, dude. It's your... You can do it. Is it uh, Joe Anoa, otherwise known as Roman Reigns? Ah, okay, it. so he crossed my mind on Monday, but then I don't think there's enough like clues. Like I couldn't. No, I don't know he's if I a trainer. I tried. He was caught, I think he got sick during training camp as well. well he would still right? count, though. He would still so, count. He, okay, Brock right. Lesnar well, counted. Brock yeah, that's Lesnar. true. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. I'm. You know what? I'm not going to fight it. Right. One strike. Shoot. Phil, so you were you took too long want, to get I into the box. To, I wanted to show off. You there. took too long, and the umpire has already said this. Batter, strike one. All right, advantage right. Judd here now. Clue Stop one now. on random Viking of the week. This random Viking of the week was a sixth round draft pick. This random Viking of the week. Played for all four teams in the NFC North. Uh, fun fact. This random Viking of the week, first touchdown, came against the Minnesota Vikings in his career. Hmm. 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 Some interesting clues here. I'm trying to think of players that played for all four NFC North teams. It's a lot of that's a lot of work in the in the division in now the this, black and blue. This piqued my interest. You um, at the top of the show mentioned the name Mike Martz, and this guy had multiple stops with Mike Martz. Mm-hmm. God, he played for a lot of teams. Mike Martz. Although a member of the Minnesota Vikings for almost a full calendar year, he never appeared in a regular season game with the Minnesota Vikings. Oh, very good. Okay. Okay. A very well-educated random Viking of the week. Get this. I looked at his LinkedIn page. I always love looking at random Vikings LinkedIn page. What are you doing post uh, career? You're stalking him. Yeah, I'm probably gonna get a notification that he viewed it, and then he's gonna view mine. And he's gonna be like, "What the? Who the hell is this who guy? Who the hell is this guy? And what's up with that mustache?" Uh, that's not on my LinkedIn photo yet. Yet, the lip carpet has to be, be soon. Prepared. Write that down. Um, he has a bachelor's degree. He has a master's degree from the University of Phoenix. He completed the Executive Education NFL Business Management Entrepreneur Program at Harvard. Okay. And he has a PhD from the University of San Diego. Very well educated. He even gave the commencement speech at the University of Phoenix when he received his master's degree. Master. Master. Speaking of master's. 
Another uh, little interesting thing I saw here. So yesterday, I checked his Twitter following. Does he have a Twitter? And he does have a Twitter. As of yesterday, he had 7,000 Twitter followers, which I was like, oh, okay. But as of this morning, he has 8,000. He grew 1,000 followers overnight on Twitter by the time I did my initial research on this and today. That's a pretty huge surplus in one day. So what happened yesterday? Hmm. <laughs> wow. 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 Hmm. What would have happened yesterday? So this random Viking of the Week I mentioned, he was drafted in 2002. But he did not become a full-time Week 1 starter until the 2008 NFL season. Okay. Can you tell us who we started for in 2008? No, not yet. Okay. Not in the NFC North. So, not in the NFC North. So this guy bounced all Guy played for a million teams. Guy played for a ton of teams. Yeah, Mike Martz. At the time of his retirement, and I have checked, this is no longer a true and or an NFL record. Mm-hmm. At the time of his retirement, he claimed that no other player at his position played in as many offenses in the NFL in NFL history. I'm going to take a guess. I don't know if if this is even close to being right. Uh, J.T. O'Sullivan. That was God dang it. Ah. <laughs> Was literally gonna just oh, was literally bum, gonna bum, guess that. Bum, nice job. Bum, 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 wow. Bum, so I was saving a clue that I thought would tip off Mackie immediately, but I knew it'd be just one sided, and it was gonna be he has almost two hundred and thousand followers on YouTube. His YouTube channel, the QB Collective, okay. has so he gained Twitter followers because he probably threw his Twitter out on his YouTube. He was on uh, Mina Kimes' show yesterday, and okay. Mina tweeted out tweeted out a clip of them talking rookie quarterbacks, and he grew a thousand followers. So yes, J T O Sullivan. You know what's funny? Career, I actually man. I actually swapped emails with him like two months ago, just asking about a couple things on on YouTube. Oh, just, funny! He's a super nice, cool guy. Um. Yeah, he was in camp with the Vikings. Yep. Nice yep, job. I covered him there nice in job. Green Bay. Another, uh, yeah, well, I, I thought you were with, with him in Green Bay. I, I, I was, thought yeah. that was going to be it. But he right was there. behind the following, or he was in the room with the following quarterbacks. Get this. Drew Brees, Doug Flutie, Brett Favre, Brad Johnson, Dante Culpepper, Tom Brady, Alex Smith, Jake DeLome. I mean, the dude was around a ton of different quarterbacks. And yeah. was a baller in NFL Europe. I don't know if I thought that might have been too a bunch of a bigger clue, but he was the MVP in NFL Europe one year. Uh, has a bunch of records in NFL Europe. Hilarious. And, and he has one of the best. If you're just looking for quarterback breakdowns, he's he's got one of the best channels on YouTube. So so check it out. All right, there it is, Judd with the wow. random Viking what of the a week. From Judd. Yes, those were good. Nice uh, good clues, though. Mm. I, I was struggling for a while. All right, uh, we got to run here. We're going to get to a scoop session on Mackie and Judd today. And uh, we actually have some reckless quarterback speculation as well. It's a reckless speculation Thursday over on Mackie and Judd, our other daily show. We will see you tomorrow for some feedback Friday here on Purple Daily, daily Vikings entertainment.